Yes, here we are under a tree in the middle of nowhere. Once again. Once again. Yes. <laughs> oh yes, we mean business indeed from the third party out there. And then yeah, this is the We Go Deep podcast coming to you live and direct. I'm outside as you can hear, the birds chirping, everything nice, giving you the ambience you need for this conversation. And on the sound we have... A Hughes once again. You need, you need to drag that A. A. You, no, you need to drag that A with feeling. Give that A Hughes intro purpose. A Hughes. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Stop playing around. <laughs> yes, man. Um, you've 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 actually brought us the topic for today. Um, what is your topic, Chief? Uh, hallucinogens. Why, wow. Why the sudden interest? Man, I've been. Uh, I think the gentleman's name is Graham Hancock, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, mm. I watched a few... Oh, you know him? Mm. Oh, I don't know him personally. I know of his videos. No, I mean, you've seen some of his videos. I haven't seen them. I've seen him. Him. He's, he's there. His prompts there on, on YouTube. Yeah, man. It's He's, he's one interesting uh, cat, I should say. So what about, what about um, DMT inducing or, 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 or increasing product... Like plants that increase the production of DMT in the body, what what makes you suddenly so interested? No, they, well, apparently you have DMT in the body naturally, yes, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then you you're just adding more, and then you give because apparently in your gut you have something that prevents you from really experiencing DMT. It's I forgot what the term is, but yeah. Mm, mm. So then in Brazil mm. they have these leaves and a root that blocks this enzyme in your in your stomach from you know stopping the dmt so you i mean these guys are taking the stuff with shamans and stuff in ayahuasca the, uh, ayahuasca yeah you are clued up on this no, <laughs> bro, like, <laughs> we we, uh, we have to be we did our research before the show but, anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I get what you mean yeah and, and what's the story yeah. now man i i am ready to fly to peru <laughs> you ready to embark on a journey of your own? I would love to, but I don't why, know. Why go so far? Alone. I mean, you can just go. There's a couple of people who do like um, um, sessions here in Joburg where you can go and have mushrooms. No, I don't want mushrooms. Uh, I, they do exactly the same thing. N- no, I, I hear there's, there's there's difference in in terms of the way so it takes would, you. So what would the difference be between psilocybin and and um, a plant like ayahuasca? That's the question. What is psilocybin? Psilocybin induces the same hallucinations or it provides the same effect. What is it made from? No, it's just it's a what do you mean what is it made from? They're both is natural it, occurring plants. Yeah, so or, uh, or, or, or phenomena. My thought process is if this uh uh plant is available in South America, surely there must be a plant in Africa that has it. I mean, we also have some jungles. Yeah, there are there are similar plants in Togo. Really, um, similar plants in Senegal. Similar roots. They all have. The, the goal is to is to put you in a state where you are, you know, um, well, in some in some trains of thought, like especially when you get into the Taoist. Um, um, perspectives 
they go into dark rooms and the body, because it's deprived of light, your body is basically triggered into thinking you're dead. Oh, right, right. So basically okay. what you are doing is you are simulating the... The feeling they call it the, the God. Some people call it the God molecule within yeah. the body. You are basically stimulating the body into a state where it's saying, "Okay, your soul is ready to leave the body or to exit the body," and then you part. You now you basically partaking on a spiritual journey. Would you do DMT? Um, planning to actually go to a shaman and have a session. Yes. Sometime, that, sometime this year. That would be super cool. But where, where, <laughs> where are you gonna find a shaman? Oh, in Joe, you said. But are they real shamans or are they just dudes? Well, that they're practicing shamans. What is a what is a real what is a real shaman? Uh, uh, let me just say somebody with experience. Yes, yes. Someone who actually practices it, went to learn how to do it, and mm-hmm. is um, providing the service to people. Yes, but I mean, for you, what are you hoping to get out of it? I just like the idea of there being a different consciousness or not like that we are not just what we wake up every day and the way we think that that there's this extra place that our ancestors knew about and really delved into and we're just what do you what do you think dreams are my guy yeah but I hardly dream buddy you hardly dream I hardly dream. Only wow. when I'm under severe stress. Wow, that's unfortunate, bro. Mm, no, I, I don't really dream at that's all. That's really unfortunate, man. But I, I mean, from what I understand, is DMT takes you to a different, different, different type of space. I mean, you've got dreams, and then you've got some ultra, dumb, ultra. You lift the veil, basically. Yeah, some. And mm. apparently, I was re. Uh, listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and where he talks of smoking it and then where you ayahuasca yeah, lo- where you t- lotus flower where you take it and it's like a three or four hour experience obviously with the vomiting and yeah the one they smoke is called, they call it lotus flower and apparently that's just ten minutes you're there you are just shot into this place and you're just like okay what I mean like with everything else the thing is that you, you and I'm, uh, this is why so many people uh, so many tribes and stuff who have like a, a shaman or a spiritual person that partakes in hallucinogens is that it becomes very easy to lose to lose a sense of of when you're here and when you're in that space mm. That's why a lot of them stay on their own because of um it's quite a taxing it's quite taxing too. You're yeah, essentially dying, coming back, dying, coming back, dying, coming back, dying, coming back, dying, coming back. So eventually things become blurred. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm 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 I, I would say start very light. Have you have you have you started have you have, have you partaken in marijuana? Uh, uh, partly in college, and, but that's it. Not no. Maybe I can, I can even count it on my hands. Maybe less yeah, than ten times. Yeah, but like so. So, have you allowed yourself to actually smoke it in an environment like now, like now where we are outside in nature, and then use it to meditate? 
No. I think, yeah. that, I think that would be a starting point for you because um, what what um, what the actual THC does in the body, coupled with the CBD um, oil particles mm-hmm. that that um, actually kick your... You do know you have a cannabinoidal system in your body. Oh, I'm um, like, in a way. You actually have an end... I've just forgot the name of it, but you actually have the system naturally in your body. The oils and stuff are already present in your body. And that should give you a clue into these plants are actually meant to be taken by us. Mm. Because the plant is part of you, that um, DMT is part of you, like they're, they're meant to be partaken in, but responsibly. I actually meant to ask, like, your pops, like, you know, your your pops is wise to these, you know, surely we can find a route. Why can't you produce your own DMT? Why, why man, I, I don't want to have to fly to Peru. No, these things can be, these things can be bought here. You can get ayahuasca here. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's... it's just, but is it the legit stuff, man? I, I don't want some guy who's trying to make a buck off. Man, there's going to be crooks everywhere you go, man. That's where you come in. That's where your spirit comes in. That's where you... You, your discernment comes in like it's your journey at the end of the day everyone is on, on their own journey they come in they come out some come back some don't um i was also thinking of the you know of the healing that dmt does or parent healing uh hmm. because we know some troubled brothers out here in the streets and i know there are guys that where you know you have a problem with uh substance abuse yeah, true. Uh, ayahuasca has been used to, to treat drug addicts and stuff. Yeah, and uh, apparently, and even I read something, a study where they're trying to help uh, army vets in the States and, you know, deal with that and come back. Army vets in the served. States, it's a, it's a tricky thing because once you've been turned into a death dealer, um, a dealer of death, like literally that's what you, that's what your job was to kill. Um, and because of because of that, there's a spiritual weight that comes with it. Mm, but I I believe in uh, second chances, and you can you can find your way out of that, buddy. I I definitely I believe the soul can heal. Yes, you might have done some terrible things, but I definitely think you are capable. So you, of so healing. you do think that there are people who are here to try and fix what they did wrong in other life times. It, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, even you can fix what you did in this lifetime. You did it, but you can. You will always have to pay the price, but you can I'm, try I'm, and I'm, be. I'm, a, I'm actually quite worried about you, bruv, because I mean, you should be dreaming. You should have access to that side. I mean, for myself. How often do you dream? Ah, uh, quite often, man. Is it? I can't. I, it's very hard to go a week without dreaming. Do you write and down your dreams? I don't write them down. I, I remember them quite vividly. I have quite vivid, lucid dreams and, and, and so on and so forth. So, But that's 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 a conversation for another day because I'm going on my own spiritual journey at the moment. Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm aware of a lot more than most people just mm. from my own experience. So You're on that ayahuasca? Are you on the ayahuasca? No, no, just, <laughs> just, just, just naturally um, um, uh, what you'd say um gifted in a certain in with the, with a certain ability are you ever worried that things if you took some of the stuff that 
it might cause psychosis or whatever. You know, you might no, just that's, not. That's always a risk. That's always a risk. And I mean, that's why one needs to know the alchemical effects of whatever they're taking. Like for me, if I partake in marijuana, I always make sure I have CBD oil to counter the psychoactive effects of the, C- the THC. So you don't want the psychoactive effects? No, you'll still have the psychoactive effects, but in a more balanced way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because that, what makes, what makes um, marijuana today so potent is that we've, they've upped the THC con- um, uh, content of the actual plant to the point where it, it is, it's, it's in excessive amounts. It's in amounts it doesn't need to be. Uh. You know, you know how the other half of you do. Like, <laughs> you guys just go a bit too far. I mean, there's no need to now make this super strong. It was never meant to be taken super strong. But you would okay. Let's let's say there are always variants of a substance. You will always find a root that is one is stronger than the other. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. So it's it's your choice on which root you <laughs> you, you want can, to smoke. You the thing is, you can get high on breathing. Yeah, you it, can get high on you can you can up the oxygen content of your body to the point where you literally don't need to breathe for a good five to twenty minutes, and in that. In, in certain meditative states, it allows you to go through your front door. They call that going through the front door. If you can... The front door. Yeah, that's, that's basically allowing your body to relax to the point where it's easier for you to astral project or to slip into a space or that is sort of like just beyond the veil or just weakening the veil enough to just tap into the spiritual side the other side of the veil which is the spiritual side mm. well, I, was, I was I was listening to the podcast and they were talking of a yoga this type of yoga that they do and it it releases CO2 in the body or produces CO2 in the body mm. and that CO2 obviously makes you feel like you're dying and then it, you know then you release this, this DMT naturally Ah, so, so you're basically choking yourself. I, I don't want to call it choking yourself because no, it's, it's, te- a, it's a... Te- br- technically, that's what you're doing. It's a breathing... Ex- it's a yoga. And then it produces, supposedly, mm. DMT and then... So if we can do it naturally... I mean, also, uh, it's interesting stuff, man. In the Amazon, back in the day, I mean, rainforest soil is not good for planting. Um, and the ancestors had this way of um changing the soil type where the microorganisms in the soil and it's then great for growing food and stuff and we've lost that art we haven't lost that art we've just stopped tapping into that what what you what that shaman or whatever that was being done was someone was going into the forest hi i don't want to say <laughs> hi. i don't want to say hi i want to say in another state in a heavily in, hallucinogenic state but to the point where the veil between what stops you from what makes you think you can't communicate with the tree Mm. is gone that's totally gone like you are totally open like you have opened all your spiritual portals to the point where you're just getting everything from nature's coming in so you knew Plants would literally say, this is what I do, this is how I can help you. Creatures in the forest would, this is what I do, this is how I can help you. You know, like, 
those states were there. Like, that was being done. Like, I know this for a fact in the sense that um, I've had certain experiences which, which have shown me that the veil is 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 a lot thinner than we think. And to the point where we're... The veil between? Us and everything else around us mm. is thinner than we think. But because we've dulled our senses to the point where... Um, so think uh, you when you're looking with your eyes, right? Mm. Um, your attention is more on what you're seeing, right? Yeah. What light? What what your eyes are basically able to pick up, and from what's what what light is reflecting off. But now, when you close your eyes, you're forced to now use all your other senses. Mm. In effect, you are seeing 360 because you're listening to everything around you. 360, you're trying to get a sense of what's behind you, what's in front of you. You're using your ears. You're literally, imagine like tentacles coming out of your ears and extending to the environment around you and feeling and touching. That's like, this is what we knew. Mm. But we don't, we don't see those things as, 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 um, as, uh, as, um, if, if you took DMT and it told you not to, because a lot of people take what happens to them while they're on DMT as yeah. literal. And you took DMT, fine. Your spirit, I want to say guide, whatever it is that you see there, tells you, look, uh, you need to go down a different path. Uh, the music is not the right path for you. You need to, you need to farm. Mm, mm, mm. How much of that would you take... How much of that would you take literally and actually follow? Or how much do you think that that's just your subconscious speaking to you? How much of it is subconscious? How much... It, well, it's all subconscious, but I mean... Apparently, these guys, when, you, or you, when you're in that state, you, see, you hear things, you see some things that just make you feel a certain way. I mean, how much of that stuff would you take on board? What well, you've seen? It, it really comes down to the individual. Mm. It really comes down to the individual, and I'm finding that um, how far are you willing to go? Down the rabbit like hole. Like how 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 how's it's not even down the rabbit hole. I mean, the moment you looked at your reflection in the mirror and you thought that that's you, you had mm. bigger problems. You already started going down. That's mm. Alice looking down the. That's that's Alice and the Looking Glass. Mm. That the that that the Alice in Wonderland is an occult. It's an occult tale. There's a deep knowledge in that. In the story of Alice in Wonderland, going down the rabbit hole is you going further and further down a belief based on something that's not necessarily true, but is now agreed to be true. Mm. So if you look in the mirror and you see your reflection and you think that that's you, you now start to animate this reflection, giving it a character, giving it... um, a name, all that stuff. So now everything, all your light is now focused on animating this reflection in a mirror. Yeah. As opposed to how in the olden days when we said, I am because you are. I'm not necessarily... I am because you. That is a beautiful... I, I, wow. So when, I'm, I'm, when I see you, even though I'm not seeing myself, the reflection of me, because I see you, I know I am. In the sense that we are one that? thing. No, Ubuntu. 
I am because you are. Is that Ubuntu? Yeah, that's... <laughs> Did you not know? I thought Ubuntu was just like, I care for you. You, you are like, we are brothers. I care for you. You are my brother. I am because you are. Literally, we understood that every single person around us is is part of this is part of one thing folks that's why ignorance is not always bliss that's what i'm saying <laughs> to you bruv like when you have these perspectives if you are stuck in one book or mm. one perspective mm. you're going to deny yourself of certain beauties you see now there there's the question of dmt dmt shows you a perspective that you know i li- i like different perspectives and dmt is a perspective that I've never seen. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way, Andrew. When you have a dream, have you ever seen a sun in your dream? Uh, no. Have you ever felt the need to look up and look for a sun? No. Do you know why? Why? Because you're animating that dream with your own light. Right. You are a per sun, percentage uh, of a sun. You are a sun. Your soul is literally a sun, uh, animating a spirit within a physical vessel. Okay. So now, no. Uh, let me let me okay, extrapolate yeah. for you. All right. So now, if there's an aspect to you, in the Vedic text, there was um, a certain text which talks about the battlefield of Aranja. Okay. Where the perspective is, if you interpret the battlefield as something external from you, you're missing the point. Because the battlefield takes place within you. Let's say you eat something which has got too much sugar. Mm. Now your body is going to war with this sugar, trying to produce a whole lot of insulin, and that could put you in a bad mood. Mm. Now, you understand, you're in a bad mood. You don't know why you're in a bad mood. You've just had a donut. But you know that this donut has too much sugar, but because there's a rush of endorphins that make you feel good because of the sugar... Mm. Now your body is at war. And now because of this internal war, there's an external repercussion. There's a weight and a measure. Mm. Spiritually. So now look at it this way. If you've got an aspect of your character, which you now say, I'm a selfish person. I need to be less selfish. But now you're doing more and more things which are putting you... Um, in a situation where this selfish aspect of yourself keeps coming out. Um, what you are actually doing is animating this spirit. Which is, which is, which is it's literally a spirit. It's, it's mm. hanging around in your magnetic field. Mm. So the more you feed it, the more power it has in the sense of creating these situations around you. Because remember, everyone, you, when you walk into the office, Everyone around you has a magnetic field, an aura. Mm-hmm. And all of these people, haven't you ever gone to work and talked to someone, but you get the sense that you're not talking to this person alone. There's a lot more going on with this person than, yeah. than you think. Because, And we all naturally have an ability to sense these things, but some people are more attu- tuned into it than others. But my point was, when you see the sun out there, it's showing you what you are. Mm. But, but even when it's nighttime, the sun is still shining somewhere. So you animate during the day and you can animate a world during the night. You're a world builder, bruv. Uh, 
always say this to my colleagues. Mm. Because they always say to me, Andrew, how do I lose weight? Mm. That's that type of thing. Mm. Mm. And I, you know, part of the problem of weight loss is that every time you ate that donut or that piece of chocolate when you weren't feeling good, mm. the, the, that emotion, that emotion sticks inside you. Mm. And it's not just about losing the weight. It's about dealing with what you were feeling at the time when mm. you ate that donut. Mm. So when you go to gym and you're running, and you know people get really upset at gym. Mm. when they're, they're pushing hard and you, they have a personal trainer there and you're trying to push that person. They get angry at the personal trainer. Yeah, It's not really anger at that person. It's dealing with that emotion that needs to come out while you're there. And this is why a lot of this knowledge today is not readily available. Because if you understood that you can change the whole alchemical setup of your body just by waking up in the morning, stretching your hands up high above your head and putting on a huge smile, automatically you're triggering your body into being happy. Mm. At first, you're going to feel stupid for the fact... <laughs> you're going to feel absolutely stupid for the fact you're smiling for no reason. But because you know how to trigger your body and shift it alchemically, mm. you can change your whole day. They don't want you to have this knowledge. They don't want, they don't want you to think that way. They don't want you to think that... Um, um, let's just say, what is, a, what is a plant that's out there? There are certain plants which thin the blood. Too much of it um, overthins the blood. Just the right amount of it um, will help you to get rid of a clot. Mm-hmm. We had this, not we understood this. We, we 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 knew this. We knew that everything has a weight and measure. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm just thinking of all of the things that we've lost because this whole book of knowledge that is completely gone. I mean, this is what I really want to explore. I mean, imagine you could bring that soil back and you could do it in the villages where people have taken too many trees, too many, you know, and you can make the soil there. We could make our country like a a jungle, like it'll just be a beautiful thing. I mean, and scientists can't even explain how they did it. They, do, they know there was, I think, there's some sort of burning. So they would burn it, but not so that it burns completely. They would burn something. I, I don't know I don't know the recipe. I don't, science doesn't even know the recipe. But in the Amazon, they would burn something and then microorganisms in that soil. I mean, imagine if we could bring that sort of thing to Africa in places where deforestation has happened and that sort of thing. And you know the saddest thing about it is that we we consider ourselves intelligent. Yeah. We have no idea the intelligence we can tap into when we just stop seeing ourselves as separate. The bee and the flower, two totally different um, organisms, metaphysically in the way they're constructed. Mm. But the bee and the flower are one thing. They both need each other. 
The need is exactly the same. Just like you need the bacteria in your gut to be at a certain level to digest whatever you're eating. Mm -hmm. If the bacteria in your gut is disturbed by the fact that you're eating too much sugar, you're going to constantly have an upset stomach. Mm. But if you know how to shift the alchemical nature of the gut by eating fermented foods, you can, st- you can solve that problem. Okay, here's a question. Uh, you go on this journey, right? You take mm. your DMT. Quite. Mm. Mm. You see some things, right? Yeah. You, mm. it, it helps you. you purple, feel, ene- purple elephants. You, yeah. you feel different. Mm. You, feel, you get a good space. Mm. Would you feel any um, duty to help others then? To go down this path, or what's your journey? It's what, what, what is, what is your journey? Like what? That's what I was saying to you. If you're gonna do this whole DMT experience, what are you trying to get out of it? Because mm-hmm. what if it shows you something you didn't expect? That's the question. Because remember, when you came into this vessel, um, and this is the problem with science is because science sees whatever reactions take place as separate from anything spiritual. Like, for instance, the inception of an egg. When a sperm enters the egg and fertilizes it, there's a spark. Now, the scientist will tell you that the spark takes place because there's there's a certain chemical that is on the sperm and a chemical that's on the egg that when these two chemicals interact, they create a spark. So that's as far as the scientist um, and, uh, wants to go. That's as far as his theory goes. It doesn't go any further. But now the spiritual, the spiritual perspective will say, no, once that spark takes place, that is actually the soul entering that egg. Mm. That's an interesting take on it. Now, once that soul enters the egg, it's entering a vessel. Now that vessel is going through dimensional changes. It's changing from an egg. It's now becoming many cells, becoming now an embryo, an embryo with a tail. It's attached to an umbilical cord. The tail becomes smaller. The arms become long. It's changing dimensions. Mm. Within the womb, a space where there's water. Now, Everything that you're going through within that womb is allow is preparing you for the dimensions you're up is preparing you for the actual dimension you're about to enter. Mm-hmm. You're about to leave the waters of the womb, exit the rite of passage, which is the woman's portal. And I think an, a cesarean is is truly an abomination, mm-hmm. but that's that's another story. Mm-hmm. But when you exit through your mother's portal, which is the vagina. Mm-hmm. You're now entering a space where there's less water. Because we're breathing water right now. Just in a lower density. And all of those things you've done, you've gone from a spiritual space into a physical space. But because you were only told, no, that spark is just chemical, it ends there for you. So hence, there's nothing more. Mm. Do Do you see how... These things were never meant to be interpreted as separate. It's one thing. That's what I'm saying to you. If you're going to go into this experience, there are certain things that are going to be shown, but that are just for you. Yeah. But if your perspective is a perspective of 
I just saw a couple of things and that's it. Mm. You won't be able to necessarily interpret the deeper um, things you may see. Was, that's uh, where the shaman comes in. I was hearing also while doing the research that some tribes in you know South America yeah. would actually give a teaspoon mm. to mm. the newborn baby. Yes. That is, that is, I am so ready. Yes. I am. Yes. <laughs> no. and, and, and that's for good reason. Because um, it allows that baby to kickstart the spiritual sense mm. within that child. And in some tribes, they even went further. They didn't give you a name until you showed them something about you that made them know, okay, this child is like this. Uh, this child is, has a gift really for that. This child likes to be out in nature. This child likes to be um, uh, with um, the shaman. Mm. The child is showing you what they've come to do. Mm. Already in those early stages. My, my brother's son, mm. buddy, I won't lie to you, he is literally always smiling. Mm. Always, mm. it's mm. the it's the weirdest thing. He is just a, such a happy, happy child. It's mm. Mm. he's blowing kisses. He is. Mm. I think he's going to be a woman's man, a ladies' man, I should say. Mm. Mm. But yeah, oh, he has, oh, he has come to bring joy. Oh, he has come to bring joy. And his name would have been Joseph. associated with someone coming to bring joy. There would be a name for that. There would be, and if there wasn't a name, there was going to be a name made for that. It's an interesting way to live one's life. Eh? It's not interesting. It's the way we should be living. Yeah, man. Things, yeah. things were different back then. But I wish you, I wish you good luck on this DMT trip you want to take because I mean, that's a, But just going back to the whole marijuana thing, the marijuana thing would have at least. What the marijuana does is it, it, it raises the vibration of 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 the body. Mm. Um, the the systems in the body, like your organs, and you do know that all your organs are, are, as as you sit here, they're all vibrating at a certain tone. Yeah, no, the, and that's, that's energy is to different. That's yeah. why even when you close, if you were to put earplugs in your ears now, you would actually hear your resonance. Mm. And in certain cases, if you tune into your resonance enough, you can actually raise your vibration on your own, or bring it down, depending on what you want to do. But each one, if you're in a happy mood, how do you feel? You feel light. Yeah. When you're in a bad mood or a down mood, you feel heavy. Yeah. Weight. There's a weight and measure mm. to everything. Bruv. So I think for you, I, I'm actually happy for you. And I think that you should take this journey and see where it takes you. So you've touched on Graham. Uh, I'm ready to ride the rocket, buddy. Yeah, and, and I think you should you should look into the Kemetan, the Kemetan perspectives. You should look into the Veda perspectives. You should look into even Greek mythology because a lot of those things were were were, were just based in... It's all occult, really. If, if, you're, if you're reading it, I mean the Torah, the word Torah. Everyone thinks that the Torah is this manuscript. Um, that is holy to the Jews and everything else. But I mean, there's a reason why Jews are called Jewish. But that's another story. Mm. Um, Torah yeah. is a book of the wheel. Rota. It's a book about the cosmic wheel above us. 
<laughs> Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Mercury, the moon, the sun, all of them have a tone, a resonance, and with that tone and resonance comes a certain um, effect on the person in the physical body. They, they, uh, they just discovered a tomb in Egypt. Mm. Uh, have you seen this? No, I haven't. I haven't seen yeah, it. A new tomb, and it's like... Elucidate. Almost uh, 4,000 4, years ago, mm, mm. Uh, I think. Uh, and it's quite pristine inside. Mm. And it's, it is just crazy the amount of knowledge that is still under the soul. I mean, Graham talks of uh, the lost civilization. I mean, yeah, man, these these stories are real. These these things that we were told of. No, that, let's let's just take it back to basic what we know now. They tell us that there was once a place called Atlantis. Yeah. Where people were under the water. That is true. But the we're breathing it. water right now. What does that tell you? You're in water already. No, 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 no! Don't, don't, don't let your mind drift from what I've just said to you. There you is are in water, right now. Wasn't Atlantis covered by water, or was it in water? I, I, I don't remember the story to be a hundred percent. They tell us there was a great deluge and knowledge was lost and. No, that's that's that no, is. No, 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 no. That was Lemuria. But like my point is, if they tell you that there was once a great deluge, where all the people were confused, the knowledge was lost. They're not literally saying that the flood is a physical flood. They are trying to say to you that at one point, people chose, or because of the spiritual acts people were engaged in, there were repercussions for that. That repercussion was a confusion, a loss of the knowledge, a misinterpretation of the knowledge. And now because there was a misinterpretation of the knowledge, that knowledge was locked away from the people for that time. Uh, yeah, well, these 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 myths and tales were never meant to be interpreted literally. No, they, well, this is what the, the story is now that uh, the, a great flood did happen and it did wash away the city mm-hmm. and people, mm-hmm. the Noah's Ark. Although you know people think of it as a fable, it's actually quite plausible that these people got onto a boat and sailed away from the flooded city and a lot of the knowledge was lost so it's it's interesting and that's where the DMT comes in because uh, folks I think that's where one will open one's uh, consciousness up to these different aspects of, of I, I still say prepare yourself for what you're about to encounter because if you tell me about the story of Noah and Noah's Ark um, that's cool yeah. But then you can also go back and into other perspectives. I call them perspectives. I don't call them religions because the, even the word religion has got a lot of weight to it. Mm-hmm. The, the, the root of the word religion is religare, a Latin word for binding. So that tells me two things. The books that we read can either bind us spiritually or allow, or allow us to connect to source spiritually. Um... But that I, I, I went a bit farther, but <laughs> that, that's just because I, I don't play around. Um, yeah. There was a story of Gilgamesh where there was a great flood too, but there was no Noah in that story. There's been a couple of floods, but that's because 
just like we go through transitions celestially with the changing of the houses which are the 12 judges in the book of the bible those 12 judges are the are literally the 12 houses celestial houses but so does the planet also go through transitions mm. the pole of the channel the poles of the 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 the, the planet which if some people think it's round others think it's flat um that's another conversation for another day um but basically the poles the magnetic poles shift every 24000 years and with that there are cycles within that 24000 years and with each cycle there are certain tragedies that take place so if i tell you if i know we're coming to a certain period celestially and um annually which is an anu and anu is not a year it's a cycle celestially but that's another story but now if with every shifting anu there are shifts that take place physically on the planet's surface because of what is shifting spiritually with the planet itself i call it a i'm calling it a planet but that's unfair it's a living thing it's a terra firma it's it's gaia it's sophia it's, it's, it's a lot of things it's it's tiamat mother of mother of monsters but that's another thing that's another that, that, that that's that's i'm deviating from the point my point is everything here is alive mm-hmm. and experiencing itself and trying to deal with the shifts that take place celestially as above so below as within so without uh, say, say the one of ubuntu again i am because you are can i just say i think i wear my pants I, that is a be- <laughs> beautiful saying fair enough uh but on that <laughs> note i think we'll we'll call it an episode it's been interesting it's been I, fun i am because you are buddy yeah we should we should uh oh continue on that route i think it's a beautiful thing to end off yeah man oh. definitely all right awesome stuff yeah man over and out <laughs>